Clarksville Mayor Joe Pitts looks back on his first year as the mayor of the city of Clarksville, a year that saw the city named Best Place to Live. He looks back on 2019 and looks forward to 2020 on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. How long have you been in office? Is this a year? This is uh, 10 months. Oh, good and night. 21 days. Not even a year. No. You've done a lot in yeah. 10 months and 21 days. Well, I've been there a lot, but don't mm-hmm. know how much I've gotten done. Well, from the outside looking in, well, it looks promising to me. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, when you when you look at the state of our government, city and county, and the teamwork. Right. You know, I know we'll touch on that, but it's been very evident since January, the uh, the teamwork and things that are getting done with a lot, without a lot of uh, confrontation. Yeah, so. and it's not forced. I mean, Mayor yeah. Durrett and I yeah. truly like each other, respect each other as human beings. It yeah. helps that we're the same age. Uh, 61, um, you know, people say, well, why does it help? Because, you know, we're sort of at that same maturity level. Right. Um, and, you know, we both grew up here, so we have an appreciation for this community and for the yeah. city and county. And so it's not forced at all. What you see is pretty much what you get. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that I feel like part of the reason that your y'all's relationship works so well is because you both have similar core values, but they both have a, they both have a servant heart. Mm-hmm. They both are in the office to serve. And I think that is helping you guys to kind of have the same path. Yeah. And Mayor Durrett is really, I tease him, but it's true. He's teaching me a lot about how to govern and how yeah. to lead. Cause you know, he had a five year heads, four year head start right. on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just, I just really respect and admire yeah. what he's doing and what he's done. Uh, Plus uh, the Durrett family has been in this community for a long time and public services in their DNA. Yeah. Well, and let's not minimize what you've done for this community, mm-hmm. even at the state level. So, well, and that was one of the questions before we got too specific on the city work. You know, I'm sure you had a thought of going into being the mayor, what it was going to be like. But how different is it? Oh, that's a good question, a Charlie. Uh, very lot, di- a lot different. Yeah. You know, the schedule, as you know, having your time yeah. there, it's brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on some days, today's one of those days where it'll be pretty tough. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Then. Well, no, I'm happy to do it because <laughs> yeah. you know this is important to get out and tell the story. But you know, some days you get into city hall early and then you look up and it's dark again Mm -hmm. and you haven't left the building much less left your office so Mm -hmm. uh, that's the hard part uh, not being free enough to get out and uh, be in the community and just drive around make sure things are going and you know pay attention to the neighborhoods because we came in wanting to do that one of the things that that i hear or see um with people that are really public like the mayors and, and volunteers in the community a lot of people say, oh, he's just out shaking hands and kissing babies, but they don't see the sausage making, you know, on the hours that right. everybody else right. is at home relaxing. So right. th- those are the things that I appreciate about what, what your job is, is, you know, you have to make time to be public, but you're really making a lot of time to do things that people don't see what's going on. Yeah, there's a thousand decisions every day that yeah. need to be made yeah. and, you know, you just and you have to make them. don't ever not get to be the mayor. That's no, it. Twenty four no, hours a day, seven no, days a yeah. week. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad that you're the one in that seat doing it, though. Thank you. Thank so you. I'm I'm sure when when you were about to take office, you had a list of priorities or mm-hmm. or things you thought were your priorities right. <laughs> until you right. until exactly. you got to office. But can you tell us like a couple of the things that that were on the top of your list that you were able to 
to accomplish in your first year? Well, uh, one of the things that's not real sexy, but it's important yeah. is paying attention to our employees. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got 1,262 as of this morning, yeah. uh, city employees, and they do, every one of them do a great job. Uh, and I wanted to show them that I was concerned and cared about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the little things like I get a list every month of every employee, their birthday and their phone number, and I call them that's on their nice. birthday. You know, I'm not doing it for me. I'm just calling and say, hey, thank you for what yeah. you do for our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy birthday. Hope you took the day off. Uh, if you didn't, maybe you can get some time off later. Uh, so it's little things like that. Yeah. Um, and, but one of the things that we did early on was we brought in a, a group to do some leadership development mm-hmm. for our employees, not just the top level department heads, but that next level. Um, and it's going very well. Yeah. And one of the things I want to do next year, next fiscal year, is reach down into the workforce and those new employees, those younger employees mm-hmm. in terms of service, one to five years. I want to do some leadership development there because I want the city to be the employer of choice and not last resort. Yeah. So that's been very gratifying. We're getting good feedback there. When, and when you do those leadership programs, you know, a lot of people might um, not be that excited about being in a program, another leadership program, uh, but you can uh, really find some diamonds in the rough. That can, right. that can make a big difference or don't know how to get out in front until right. they're afforded the opportunity. Well, and by doing that, not just your, you know, executive leadership, doing even deeper than that, you're able to create future leaders or mm-hmm. and you can start mm-hmm. to promote within and not have to, when, you know, you have some turnover, you don't have to go search. You've got those leaders yeah. already there. Yeah, and I got a, I had a visit from a young man who's just, he's three years into his career with the city. I won't say what department he's in, but he came to the mayor's office, first time he'd ever been there, uh, just to say, hey, I want to make a career out of working for the city. I love that initiative. And I want to I be able to promote up. What do I need to do? And I said, well, just hang on, uh, because one of our goals is to create a path so that you know the expectation, you know, you kind of training you need to have, the experience, performance. Uh, you're going to be held accountable, but we're going to provide you the tools and if you happen to leave and go to work for somebody else, we want them to say, wow, the city really did a good job of training you. Right. So I'm not threatened at all that they'll learn and leave. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's really important is give people tools to succeed. And, you know, Katie does it here. The more people oh, she yeah. has growing, the the better her organization is going to be. So yeah, you can see the enterprise awesome. and how well it's doing here. At oh five, yeah, you know, y'all. This star. isn't no. This is all. This is your show today. Oh, oh okay. yeah. But, but <laughs> I, mean, I thought we were interviewing her. Yeah, no, and we, no. we should. Okay. But mm-hmm. but you two are, are great examples of of those that type of leader well, that help promote and help it, people grow. You know something that you said that kind of struck me because I did have this issue in, recently where we did train someone and she's amazing and she's doing a great job and it was an entry level. But I'm thrilled that she's able to go on to her next career move. I hate to lose her, but good grief. I mean, it was such a great opportunity, you know? And I think, hey, we helped do that so that she could go do that. It's not a negative at all. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Let's talk about some of these big projects and some exciting news that's going on. Okay. Uh, I, You know, I don't watch the news. So, Mayor, why don't you tell us a couple of exciting things that are happening well, I don't get to watch the news either. <laughs> right. um, you are the news. Well, I just you happen know, to be around and a witness to it. You know, yeah. clearly the county government, Montgomery County on the multipurpose event center, mm-hmm. you know, it by very definition, it'll be difficult to say what the impact will be yeah. until 5, 10, 15 years after it's open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then people will say that that yeah. was one of those crucible moments for our community. And then the Hand Family Company's announcing yeah. that pretty significant development. But, you know, set aside all of that, 
um, and just look at what's going on in our community, the business growth. You know, we're right. beginning to see locally owned businesses thrive. You know, I think about Leo Milan and Brent Nicholson, what they're doing at CERPRO. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they've got a corporate headquarters now, several offices in several mm-hmm. states. Yep. Uh, so you look at that. That's the gratifying piece to me. Uh, you see the local people doing well. Yeah, and and we are we were voted the best place to live in the country. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with me. Uh, it's great timing though, right? You know? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But it has to do with the people in this community. Yeah, you know, my hey, magazine. You know, and the, these strong. things. You know, it, it's great we can mention individual projects, but the partnerships that it takes to get all of these That's things true. done. That's you know you you talk about the impact and yeah you know it's got kind of government name on it and this is not to take away from Mayor Dirk because he's doing yeoman's oh, work yeah. for sure but there are so many partners involved in those those type of things to include the city you know right. you're a part of it so uh, in the, our industrial development board and all our economic development all those people are partners so we got to make sure we we share the love on and who's getting the work done. Right. Communication's the most difficult piece in a city our size. Mm-hmm. You think, yeah. well, you know, you see each other every day, but really you got to communicate what's going on, make sure that even if I can't be at a meeting, I know what's happening so that we can help support whatever the industrial board, the visit Clarksville, the chamber, yeah. the EDC, whatever they're doing. All of them. All of them. So I, I've seen recently um, – you're talking about the Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of that. Can you kind of give us an update on yeah, that? Yeah. Um, of course, this first year, we haven't had a lot of time to spend on it, but mm-hmm. we are now picking up steam. Uh, Councilman Gary Norris has agreed to take that on as his project and sort of uh, run that. Um, but we are in discussions about acquiring the Roxy property, mm-hmm. putting together a financing model so that we can build a new facility it has been called a performing arts center. I'm just calling it what it is. It's a new building for the Roxy because, yeah. you know, the Roxy right. is very iconic in our community. Mm-hmm. And it it's the only outlet other than our p- public school systems in Austin P for live performing uh, art theater. Uh, so we need a better facility so they can thrive and grow. They're, they're really at their capacity right now. Uh, yeah. so and they are do doing an job. amazing, oh, amazing stuff over yeah, there. Yeah, it's just great. And, and give Ryan Bowie yeah. all the credit. Because he came in at a very, as you know, he uh, sure did. Time when it would have been easy for them to just close the doors and go mm-hmm. away, uh, but thankfully Ryan was there, and he's got the passion and certainly the heart and provides the leadership. I know the, there's been a lot of moment momentum downtown growth, mm-hmm. but tell us some other areas or some some other things in other parts of the city. Well, you just drive around and you see you see development happening everywhere. Exit eleven, Exit finally. Exit eleven, finally. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You get ready. I mean, we're going to have more people living out there. It depends on you know depends on where you live and how what you think yeah. as to whether that's a good thing or not. But we've got to have more housing because um, as the supply shrinks and the demand stays high, then the price goes up, and we're mm-hmm. pricing people out of the market. So we've got to have more uh, supply. But you know, you look at St. Bethlehem continues to grow. Um, there's uh, the industrial boards planning a um, corporate office park there at Dunlop and Crozier Boulevard on some property they've optioned. Um, that will become sort of a white collar office park with a hotel convention center, mm-hmm. maybe another hotel there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I just, there's just everywhere you go, we're looking at making improvements to Fort Campbell Boulevard and doing some things there. TDOT's going to put some sidewalks up and down that there. That was going to be my question with the growth coming, yeah. what, you know, 
where's our infrastructure? What are our needs? Well, we're we're the last city road we built was Crozier Boulevard, mm-hmm. and it was 20 years ago. Wow. So we're putting together now uh, what I'm calling Traffic 2020, and that's yeah. our plan for over the next 20 years. We're going to touch every part of this city with some infrastructure uh, project, mm-hmm. be it roads, be it sidewalks, bike paths, um, pedestrian crossing signals. We need those really badly. Um, but it's going to be about $500 million. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of money. Uh, but we're playing catch up. Plus, if you add 90,000 people to our community, like they're talking about, right. in the next 20 yeah. years, you're looking at a lot of needs. But I don't cars. think anyone, like they're saying by the year, was it 2040, mm-hmm. 308,000 people? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't think anyone can argue that infrastructure is probably the, one of the most important things right. and needs we have right now. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people don't understand um, how important it is to have a good relationship with TDI. Oh, thank you. And how to put, yes. some, we have to put skin in the game to help them fund these projects because every community in our state is looking for TDI dollars for state, state oh, money. Oh, yeah. So, so talk about, just for a second, about the partnerships with TDI and how if we, we contribute they kind of move the projects up. Yeah, and that's a good point. Um, I'm meeting with TDOT again next month to talk about two projects in particular, but uh, really overall what can we can do, and that's part of our planning. Um, Warfield Boulevard, you know, yeah. it's about through, mm-hmm. hopefully, um, but we've got to finish it. We've got to go all the way to Madison Street, mm-hmm. and I know Mayor Dirt and I are both very supportive, so I'm going to talk to him about that. And then Trenton Road, you know, the city's are a little bit of money, million three, I think. Yeah. Um, we, we need, but we're still five, seven, 10 years away from Trenton road mm. being com- widened, from, widened, like from Wilma to the, to the okay. interstate. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Um, That's a big project. That is a big project. project. So I'm going to talk to him. So, okay, what do we need? How do we move it from five, seven, 10 years out to three, five years out? Mm-hmm. What, do we, what else do we need to bring to the table? And it's usually money to buy right of way or do yeah. some part of that. So that TDOT comes in with construction dollars. Yeah. But yeah, that's critical. You you mentioned um, Warfield going all the way to Madison Street. And then we have that little bridge there in between. Mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, that would need to be part of the project. Yeah, that's right. probably a $30 million dollar mm-hmm. bridge. Yeah. It's because it's a tall bridge. It's a tall bridge. Um, and I'm learning a lot about bridges. Yeah. You know, we're talking about the Northeast Connector to connect Cro- yeah. Crozier yeah. Boulevard to Wim Rudolph to Trenton. And there's going to be a bridge over Spring Creek, and that's a $27 million yeah. bridge. Wow. Bridges, are t- bridges aren't cheap, huh? But I want it to be not just not just a bridge as a means to get across. I want it to be something really nice to look at, to be a design feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, as long as we can afford it, we'll try to yeah. do something neat. Because it's not like you change bridges out very often. So no, you want you it not. to be something that lasts a long time and looks nice. When you, you look at Nashville and you go to downtown Nashville and you see the pedestrian bridge, mm-hmm. you see the, the um, Shelby Street Bridge, mm-hmm. and you see some of those bridges that they've done. And they're, they have some interesting design elements. Um, I, I, want it, I want this bridge to be the, similar. Yeah. So it'll be distinctive. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, it's amazing what's going on. We're barely touching the tip of the iceberg. Uh, you know, we've we've talked about three or four little things, but tell us something else that maybe you're something you're, you're talk- proud of. Yeah. Well, talked about the employees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm really proud of our city council. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've got 13 counting me because I'm a member, 
the 12 city council members that are really, they want to do what's right. Um, they, we're communicating a lot. We've built relationships, talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. You've got to build relationships with those folks, and they're very open to that. Try to include them on every single thing we do. Yeah. For example, if there's something going on in the city and it affects their ward and we issue a press release, make sure they're quoted in it, they're recognized, give them a little credit. Because yeah. after all, they vote on the budget that makes these happen. But right. I'm, I'm really proud of that. Well, I think, you know, the temperament you bring to those meetings, I, I typically watch them online. Uh, but, you know, it's okay to, to disagree yeah. or, or even argue a little, but, but to not let that spill out into, you know, public comments. And I think if you work for the good of the people, it's okay to argue, but let's just try to figure out the right way to get somewhere. Yeah, there's disagreement and there's arguments. You know, yeah. we, we Difference disagree. Difference in opinion. You know? yeah. yeah, and we've had s- several votes here recently where the vote has been 7-6 or, um, you know, okay, you voted against it. I voted for it. Okay. That's right. Move on. Right. That's right. So going into 2020, what is a priority for you other than infrastructure? Well, infrastructure is the number one priority because last year during the election season, campaign season, that's all I heard. Traffic, 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 traffic. So we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to continue to build relationships uh, with our um, county uh, state partners, Austin P. Mm -hmm. Fort Campbell is another component, you know, with the new Garrison Command, new command group out there. We're continuing to cultivate those uh, relationships. Um, next year, we're going to really want to dig into what we're doing in economic development because mm-hmm. it's not just let's recruit another thousand manufacturing jobs um, that everybody has to compete with for twelve, thirteen dollars an hour. And believe right. me, I'm not dismissing that, um, but I'd like to see us build some depth there. Especially since you know we know that Money Magazine told us that it's millennials that are moving here, and we know. know what kind of jobs they want. And they need to make more money than that. Right. I want the quality and standard of living for every family in this community to mm-hmm. go up. Um, so w- w- that's really on my radar for next year. And we're already having conversations, Mayor Dirt and I, mm-hmm. about what we can do to help um, that. Plus, we've got some real opportunities. You know, the Vulcan plant going down. That's true. City's getting ready to tear down, <clears throat> pardon me, early next year, the frosty morn. Not mm-hmm. all of it going to leave. I hope we'll leave about 43,000 square feet so we can develop it into a community yeah. hub. Um, you know, Charlie Faust has talked about the foundries kind of exceeded their capacity, so they really need a bigger space. So we've got a real opportunity there. Right. Well, they've been there forever, too, yeah. so that's a big move. Over 100 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of changes. And, and it, it's amazing. The Frosty Morn building, uh, the way that was acquired, it, it's not like the city went out to get it and then to sit on it, it was kind of handed over to you. And then then you realize what the problems are with it. But being able to come to a solution for that, I think is really important. Uh, Well, if we do nothing else, we're going to tear down the ugly parts and clean it up. um, Because that neighborhood deserves. Oh, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Almost people uh, this past summer setting fire to it and put our firefighters and first responders Mm -hmm. at risk. So yeah, we we can't just expect the federal government to write us a check and we're going to tear it down. We're going to yeah. have to take responsibility. Wow. Well, I, for one, am a fan. I know Charlie is too. I'm super excited to watch the next five years. I mean, I feel like this whole downtown area with the Frosty Morn, the Vulcan plant, the impact, it's just going to be such a significant difference happening in our community. Yeah, sure is. 
And the growth is coming. We just got to figure out what to do with it. And I think you're right on point when you say infrastructure should be a priority. Yeah. And it's more than, again, more than roads. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to become more pedestrian friendly. Um, I want Clarksville Transit System to be at the table in the discussion. And they are there now. So we're talking about, well, clearly we're going to move the transit center from Legion Street to another location. But we need more than just the one. We right. need four. Oh, total. wow. And so we've got mm-hmm. three in the plan. Um, because if you think about it, all the buses have to come downtown to, for uh, patrons yeah. or yeah. Um, folks to transfer buses. So all you're doing is clogging up the streets. So if we have transfer stations in north, southeast, and west, then you take a little bit of that traffic off the road. That You know what? That is makes so much sense, but it's just not something that I ever thought of. I didn't either. Thank mm-hmm. you, CTS, for pointing it out. Hey, we, need, we need some more of these. And a lot of that is you get tied up in federal dollars too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's going to help the citizens, especially those who use that system, because I mean, imagine the time out of their transportation, like yeah. getting to work and you know, getting to the grocery store. Yeah, we want the bus routes to run every 30 minutes. They're now on an, every hour. I'd love to have them every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not sitting out there for an hour or 45 minutes. You know, you're out there at most 30. Yeah. yeah. Well, It's just not something we think of because it's not top of mind for us. But that's no. smart. That's smart. And well, we, other- want it to be a, we want it to be a choice. Mm-hmm. We want people yeah. to choose to ride CTS because it's more convenient. It, they're clean buses. They're, I mean, they're new. They're comfortable. I rode one the other day and it's just really just pretty outstanding. Have you ever rode a bus, Charlie? Oh, yeah. See, I have not. I need to go do that. Yeah, yeah you should. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really a good system. I, I want to try. I'm going to try it. I'm going to put it on my list. So coming up in January, mm-hmm. you have the Mayor's Power Breakfast where yes. you and Mayor Durrett will, will both give a, a state of the city and county, I guess you would say. Do you have any like little secret nuggets you can give us on some future projects or well, you know, I'll tell you uh, what Mayor Dirt and I have talked about just this last week when he and I meet every other week um, and talk about. So we talked about the format of the Power Breakfast coming mm-hmm. up. You know, last year it was Q&A mm-hmm. where, we, where we made a few remarks and then the audience mm-hmm. asked us questions. This year we're going to do something jointly uh, in terms of projects or sort of a look back and a look ahead for a few minutes and then it'll be Q&A, what yeah. I hope will be Q&A. So I think we we wanted that cooperation, collaboration we've had mm-hmm. to translate into everything mm-hmm. we do. So that's kind of what we're looking to do. And, and you know, when you, when you have people engaged in those type of events, it's uh, it kind of lifts everybody's spirits. And Well, I think it just lifts everybody's spirits to see you guys doing it together, not up there trying to compete. Who, yeah. Yeah, who can be on the spotlight? They're up there working together. And I think from... An outsider looking in, I think that that collaboration has had probably the most significant impact on our community this past 10 months. Yeah. And we've had several events where we've gotten the city and the county, uh, the commissioners and the council members together for a dinner and mm-hmm. just to kind of get to know each other. And, you know, it's just it's just building relationships. I right. mean, it's hard to hate somebody if you know them well. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, the Charlie, you may not know this, but, you know, Mary, Jim's wife mm-hmm. and I are good friends. Mm-hmm. And she tells me that her and Cindy have become very good friends as well. Yeah, so, pretty, the, yeah, it's that's pretty 
I think amazing that the the relationships are just all the way across the board. She speaks very highly of Cindy. Yeah, and and the the feelings mutual there mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, one of the things the United Way did, and I thought was smart, was ask them to co-chair the campaign, and they're having a great time. Doing yes, it. they are. And then, of course, the chamber did that. Women in business, mm-hmm. where they were mm-hmm. uh, a, a tandem, did that. They're doing a mentorship program, as you know, um, where they thirty or so mentors yes. and mentees mm-hmm. and match them up, sort of, uh, and that's working out well. Mm-hmm. Um, from that, there's a an initiative they're working on together called Bella's Closet. It's going to be where they can help women who are trying to get into the career but don't have yeah. the money to buy clothes to yeah. help them. Yeah, and so that's coming together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just beginning to kind of pick up steam, but really their relationship's more productive than Mayor Dirt and mine. Well, their relationship is just proof that you're in Jim's a solid relationship because that one wouldn't exist if the other didn't. That's true. That's true. And I'm not threatened. I, I think it's wonderful. I think it is too. Yeah. Thank so. you for bringing that up. That's, yeah. that's what was important. Well, we sure appreciate you being here. Any any final words or comments you want to? Well, just get ready. Um, Traffic 2020 is going to be rolled out in February. Um, we've got city council going to look at it next month, um, give us their thoughts, and then we'll be back. Um, but hopefully we'll see something good happen there. And, you know, um, I, I'm just grateful to be mayor of this, yeah. of this beautiful city. It's my hometown. I just... It's just a blessing every day to wake up and say, I get to go to City Hall. Well, we sure are fans. And if you need anything from us, by all means, just ask. Right, Charlie? That's right. Well, thank you for letting me be here and tell the story. Thank you for coming. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.